You're listening to another episode of the Zag. Eric Desob here. Carlo Marcello from 2010 NLC Chicago class is here. He's been on before. Always excited to have him back. He's always up to some very interesting professional happenings and always good to catch up with him in general. Thanks for tuning into this episode. Let's get to it. Yeah, Carlo, you know, we just had the NLC applications for the 20, was it be 2022 fellowship uh, close? You know, you and I are both from the 2010 class. What do you remember, if anything, because it's been so long for both of us from that period where you're deciding whether to do NLC or not? Yeah, I remember, Eric, I had a chance to uh, participate in like a kind of like a demo day, if you will, where there was a little bit of sample of some uh, trainers and uh, other NLC folks and also having a chance to meet some of the applicants or potential applicants I get ahead of time, I guess, ahead of time, helped me kind of understand that, you know, values wise and, and professionally, it was, it was, it was, you know, a time for me to try. And, you know, I was grateful to, of course, be accepted and participate in that inaugural class in Chicago. Yeah. And I'm always glad when you reach out as well, because I think you've been one of our interesting alums and in that you've professionally spent a lot of different spaces. You've worked in government. I think you've worked in, in business and entrepreneurship. And every, each time I hear from you, I feel like you always have an interesting new idea. And that was true when you reached out this time as well. Some of the phrases that, that caught my eye were impact fund, inclusive capitalism. So maybe we can start there. Just kind of give us a short and sweet of what you're working on these days and what you want to tell us about. Yeah. You know, the pandemic in a lot of ways exposed things we already knew about the way our country was working, right, Eric? And Last time I came on, I, I talked about some of those themes um, that I was thinking about myself early on in the pandemic, about wealth inequality, about American democracy, about capitalism and democracy together. And what we've seen, and the news keeps telling us about it, growing wealth inequality, stagnant wages for low-wage workers, um, uh, lack of quality jobs. And it's really something that's affected our democracy, but it's affected our capitalism as well and made it seem like this idea that when we grow the pie, we all get a little bit of it is not really been working out for us. And so um, a colleague of mine that I've known from graduate school for a long time, uh, Rupal Patel, who's been in the impact space herself in private equity, we got together to, to form a new fund who, uh, which, which is focused on an innovation of when companies take our investment, they commit to a 20% employee ownership or equity floor. And this is something that you might see in the tech world or in other quote, white collar jobs, but bringing this to different sectors where there's uh, a large pool of low wage workers is a way to help spur innovation and also start having workers, investors, and these entrepreneurs aligned in all receiving the rewards and benefits as the company grows. So in terms of getting money for the fund, how does that work? Yeah, the money for the fund, we have already seeded the fund with some of our own money. And so that's been part of the work and we're grateful just to save some money in the time we've been both working. And then right now we're focused on our uh, on, on doing the work of filling out the $25 million fund target that we have. And so that's a mix of fundraising strategies that a lot of emerging fund managers like ourselves are getting into. There's various programs available now that are uh, coming up as, as, as the capital, uh, capital folks are really looking at the diversity, equity, inclusion component of their own industry. 
Um, and so you see a lot of these sort of uh, enablement programs, advancement programs coming up. And then also traditional, um, traditional LPs, limited partners who are raising their hand or signaling in other ways, whether in the media, that they want to support a new kind of a group of fund managers that are focused on impact as well. And so that is the approach that we are taking. So then in terms of the sectors you would likely target, you mentioned sectors with wages that or sectors that have lots of folks with wages that, that are maybe near the minimum wage or, or close to it. Mm-hmm. Is that like the tourism industry? Is that health? What kind of places would uh, you yeah. be focusing in on? There, there, there are many industries. We decided in this first one to be disciplined and focused on three, uh, food and agriculture being one of them. Uh, everything from, you can imagine, uh, the way farm laborers, uh, you know, make really low wages. Even we're here and even bubbling up more now among the restaurant, restaurant workers, um, and hospitality scene. Uh, tourism is another one of those as well, right? It's been really hit and um, affects a lot, a lot of workers uh, in that supply chain. And then the third piece being health and wellness, as health and wellness continues to be something uh, as people age, but also younger folks find interest in mental health and other physical wellness um, preventative that, that continues to be a growing field as well. So those are the areas that we're focused on uh, right now and, you know, are, are fortunate to be meeting entrepreneurs in those areas. We'll go back with Carlo. We'll talk more about his fund and what he hopes to see happen in the near and medium term future. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Zag. We'll be right back. Yeah, so Carlo, do you have a way to progress monitor? Do you have certain goals that you want to see X happen in three months, six months, 12 months? What kind of ways are you determining if this is successful in the way that you're hoping. Yeah. The big vision, Eric, is to bring a new kind of business culture that sharing the profits and ownership of a firm with workers is the standard way of doing business. So that's the big vision. And that can happen in many ways from, um, you know, uh, other people learning about in the media and applying to their own business, or maybe even there's a time when legislatively that might become something codified into the law, the way we think about how businesses are formed. In the short term, we're really focused on bringing this to Los Angeles. Um, and there are a number of companies and entrepreneurs that we're in talks with already who are committed to this kind of idea um, and transitioning or starting their company, their, their small business, whether it is in the restaurant space or um, in the hospitality and tourism space with this kind of concept of 20% floor for employees. Uh, 20% equity floor for employees. So for us, it's in the next year, introducing this idea to Los Angeles. And then in in the medium term, Eric, be able to bring this idea to medium-sized cities and other parts of America, um, uh, in the Midwest, in the South, um, and then, of course, to other mega cities as well. And then are you, as you're working on this venture, looking at other funds that are doing something similar? Or are you actually way out in front of this and there isn't necessarily a roadmap or a playbook? How do you uh, kind of draw inspiration from other places? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, we have gotten some feedback from investment managers that our fund is innovative. Um, there are uh, other folks that are, are, are doing inclusive capitalism or financial inclusion. There are funds focused just on cooperatives, for example. Uh, Oberon Capital comes to mind and uh, they're a group we're getting to know better, really smart, dedicated folks um, to full employee ownership and governance. 
um, really inspiring stuff. And we chose on the spectrum of that financial inclusion sort of disruptive models, sort of like the, the first toe in the water. We wanted something that was uh, easy entry for folks to understand from the employee perspective, but also from the investor perspective. So that's why we just, we started out with this idea of the, the 20% floor. Makes sense. Well, listen, in terms of folks supporting you or getting in touch with you to learn more, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, they can reach me on email. Eric is the best way. Carlo with a K, K-A-R-L-O, and it's at goodscoutcapital.com. Good stuff. We'll make sure to put all that in the info for this episode. And thanks, Carlo, for coming on. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest episode of the Zag. We've put up a bunch in the last couple of weeks or so. So check out all the interesting happenings personally and professionally from all our NLC alums across the country, all the places you get your podcasts, Apple, SoundCloud, Google, Spotify, they're all there. And until next time, we'll catch you soon.